Amen. All right, so again, I titled this Current Events Update. We are at the fork in the road. Why do we say the fork in the road? We got two different directions, technically uh, three. One we got here, and we're going to find out, if we're still alive and still here, and the rapture hasn't happened, uh, we got the uh, Biden road, okay? So that's going to be one uh, thing there. It's okay, you can say boo, hiss, okay? Uh, <laughs> we currently have the freedom to do that. Uh, the other fork in the road is Trump is going to live up to his name and he's going to pull out a Trump card and something different is going to happen. So we'll talk about that. Now, before we get started in the different forks of the road, I wonder which one you guys are hoping for. Uh, there technically is a third one, so maybe we don't have a fork, we've got a spork. Uh, but there, and I'm just, I'm, and I'm, out of this, I'm not saying thus saith the Lord. This is just geopolitical events, things in our country. I'm just going to explain what I've come across, and hopefully we will interpret it all biblically is the whole point. Okay? Uh, there technically is a third one. There's a group out there that are saying any news that Trump's going to pull something out is just a psychological psyop program by these guys to get us to not take any action. So there's that kind of out there. So we're going to spend the majority just covering all the bases. We're going to deal with the Biden and the Trump. And then I'm going to share some concerns and how I think that leads into Bible prophecy. But the first thing that I've noticed, uh, again, even while I'm gone, just kind of paying attention to the life of the church and some comments and stuff, uh, and the Christians around the world, uh, people are freaking out. Okay, but my question to you is, before we get started in any of this, is that to be our response? No, open your Bibles to Psalm chapter 2. Psalm chapter 2, God tells us encouraging words, and this needs to be our mindset uh, today. Uh, if you're in a particular um, uh, party, then it's pronounced Pasam or whatever he said that one. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, John? Psalms, yeah. Uh, Psalm chapter 2, we're going to read the whole thing, man. Great encouraging word from God. We don't have to worry about it, okay? Uh, Psalm chapter 2. And uh, let's read what God tells uh, for us today, right? Does God know what's going on? Does he know about either of these forks in the road? Does he already know the beginning from the end, the alpha and the omega? He, of course he does, right? And he knows these people's plans and all that stuff. And what's his response? I think it should be our response, right? And here's what he says. Why do the nations conspire and the people's plot in what? Vain. vain. Now, why do you say vain? Because God's plans are always going to come out. You think you're going to usurp God's plan? It's vain, man. God's God. You're never going to do anything other than what he allows to do. The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the who? The Lord. This is a spiritual battle that we're in, folks. Right? And against the Lord and against his anointed one. Who's that? Jesus. And here's what they say. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their fetters. And what's God's response? The one enthroned in heaven says, well, I hope it sure works out. What's he doing? He's laughing. God, it's one of my favorite pictures. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but you know, some of the times Jesus is depicted as, you know, they have all these this classical art and he's just really somber and, you know, looking kind of creepy. A lot of people say, I'm sorry, that's not Jesus. First of all, he's pr probably not the long-haired Roman nose. He's Jew. So he probably had a more prominent nose, darker skin, shorter beetles cut hairdo at the day, things of that nature, but whatever. But uh, one of the ones that I enjoy the most is he's smiling. You ever see that? Jesus smiling? Right? And you, you know that that's true because uh, it's the children love to come to Jesus. Right? And if you're up there looking like, mm, kids ain't going to run to you. <laughs> right? So, so God has a sense of humor. God laughs. God smiles. It's okay. It's not illegal. And, and, and it's not just that God has a sense of humor and he sm smiles and joy. Joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Whose Spirit? God's Spirit. 
But he's what? At all these guys trying to overthrow what he says is coming and his king, Jesus, who he's going to install? <laughs> you guys got to be joking. Are you serious? You're making me laugh. Stop it. Stop it. God's laughing. So if God's laughing about it, why are we worried about it? Christian, what do we, we belong to him. We're the ones who are going to be with Jesus when he comes back in Revelation 19 and when he sets up Jesus, and that's what he says, right? He not only laughs, then he what? He scoffs at them. Then he rebukes them in his anger, and he terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king, Jesus, on Zion, on my holy hill. Jesus is the one who's going to rule and reign this planet, not the new world order, not the Antichrist, right? And so he's laughing. He says, I'm going to proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today I become your father. Ask of me, I will make, he's speaking about Jesus, I'll make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You'll rule them with an iron scepter. You, Jesus, will dash them to pieces like a pottery. And therefore, you kings be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all those who take refuge in him. Him. Have you taken refuge in God? Have you taken refuge in Jesus Christ, in the Son who's coming back to rule and reign the planet? The Bible says you are blessed. It's just in the Hebrew here, okay, Esher, it's just like makarios in the Hebrew. It's not just blessed, like, hey, I'm blessed. It's with the idea of joy and happiness. So literally, joy, you should be filled with joy and happiness. You should have the attitude of God. <laughs> I don't care what fork in the road we go. I'm part of the winning team. I'm not the loser in the equation. Jesus Christ is coming back. I'm coming with him. I'm not going under his wrath, and I get to be a part of a renovated planet ruling and reigning with Jesus in Jerusalem. It's going to be awesome. We need to remind ourselves of that so that we don't get distracted because if you get into a state of fear, you're distracted, and you won't do what God says to do. In the meantime, we need to get his word out to people so they can turn away from what is coming and get saved through Jesus Christ, right? Now, a lot of Christians aren't doing that. And to me, they're out of balance. I'll be the first one to tell you, you need to be informed. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Don't throw the baby out the bathroom. I don't need to know all this political stuff. I don't need to know. I'm just, I'm just. No, you need to know what's going on so we know what kind of culture we're witnessing to and what we're up against. That's called wisdom. But at the same time, if you're going to spend three hours uh, researching geopolitical stuff and at the expense of spending any time with God, no wonder you're freaking out. Philippians chapter 4. Turn there, and then we'll start getting into the fork of the road. Right? Philippians chapter 4. For those of you hooked on phonics, it'd be pronounced pi high lapians. Okay? Stall and binding sometimes. Philippians chapter 4. Now, we saw this last time in our last update. Okay? And, um, but uh, about, you know, if you've got a concern, you don't need to be fearful. Just pray and enjoy God's peace. But what I'm talking about is how do you maintain it? Anybody want peace on a regular basis? Well, believe it or not, you can have it. That is also, besides joy, laughter, <laughs> uh, peace is also a fruit of the Spirit from God. So it's, he said it. You can live that way. And if you walk and live and keep in step with the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You'll experience that fruit on a regular basis. But here's a key thing. This is what we need to do during this time, no matter which fort appears on the road. Uh, soon enough. But Philippians chapter 4, right, starting with verse 4, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord when it only goes your way. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong translation. How long? Always. So no matter what, whichever direction we head, and we'll know soon enough, Lord willing, if we're still alive and still here, what's God say to do? Rejoice. Right? Rejoice. Because, folks, I'm telling you, joy and peace in the Lord right now is a valuable commodity, especially when you're witnessing. Because the world is freaking out. But when they see you and I with joy and peace, they're going, can I have that? And we lead them to Jesus. 
That's why we rejoice in the Lord always. In fact, I love it. He says, uh, uh, in case you don't get that first time, I'm going to do it again. Rejoice. Okay? Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is what? And boy, is he near. Big time. So don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then the what? What's the payoff? If you got a concern, what do you do? Freak out? No, you pray. And what's the payoff? You pray, you leave it at God's feet, don't pick it up again, leave it at his feet, and you enjoy his what? His peace, okay? Which transcends all understanding, even if it doesn't make sense. People saying, you shouldn't be peaceful. Don't you understand what's going on? Hey, listen, I'm trusting Jesus Christ. I don't need to freak out. He's got my back, right? And he says, uh, uh, it will transcend all understanding. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, here's where I believe if you keep reading, he'll tell you how to maintain it. So you don't just pray one time and you got one trouble, concern, and then walk away and five minutes later, uh, you're all freaking out again. Mind. What's going in your mind? Here's what he says. Finally, brothers, whatever is what? True, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, what about things? Think about such things. Put that in your mind. Now, is the news true? No. Right? Uh, is, is what's going on in our world all noble? Is it trustworthy? We don't even know where to go for truth except for right here. The world's scrambling, looking who's true, who's right, who's wrong, and they're freaking out and they're confused, and rightly so, but not for you and I. So Paul says this, when you think on such things, now what is true, what is noble, what is right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy? It's the things of God. So when you put that in your mind, when you think about such things, here's the payoff. Whatever you learned or received or heard from me, i.e. do this stuff, as Paul says, you've seen me do it. Put it into practice. Why? Because the God of peace will be with you. If you want God's peace on a regular basis, then you need to think on such things on a regular basis. And here's the balancing point. This is where I think we might be getting off base as Christians. Okay? It's concerning times. Especially if we're trying to figure out what's going on. But we don't have to freak out. We don't have to be afraid. We could, we could laugh. We could be blessed. We could have a joy. Uh, we can even have God's peace. But the way that you're going to maintain that is, can I just be blunt with you? If you're going to spend, to use the analogy again, three hours studying geopolitically, can you at least give God the same amount of time? And if a Christian right now today, even though we're still at this fork in the road currently, if you're freaking out and if you're afraid, you know what it tells me? You're not in the Word of God. You're not praying to God. You're not focused on witnessing to other people, right? Why? Because when you read the Word of God, where's your mind, right? When you pray to God, where's your mind? When you're witnessing to other people about God, where's your mind? When you're fellowshipping with biblical, godly Christians, dare I say, where's your mind? When you're listening to not Christian bebop music, but Christian worship music that brings your mind to God and reflection of worship, where's your mind? When you think about such things, when that's your pattern of life, you walk around with continued fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. And the enemy's trying to get us off track. I'm not saying don't try to understand what's going on. We need to understand what's going on. But not at the expense of being a positive witness for Jesus. Okay? So that's number one. So that's how you maintain it. So whatever one of these we're about to discuss happens... We can still be a positive witness for Jesus. I don't need to freak out and be afraid. He's the one that's in control. Make sense? And I will just say this. If you're watching this and if you're a part of a church that refuses to tell people what's going on, certainly future events, i.e. Bible prophecy, which makes up, by the way, one-third of this book, 
You better get out of that church right now. I'm just, I'm being as blunt as I can. You need to get out of there. Because Christian, you know better. I hear it from people all the time that come and visit us. And we're not the only ones. There's still faithful shepherds in the pulpit, right? I hear it all the time. Oh, man, we never get this in my church. They won't preach it. They always come up with some excuse. Well, that's just not my forte. Or people don't need to hear that today. And, and it's all this other stuff. And it's like, what? When did that become acceptable? I said, well, but at least, you know, I'm glad we can come here once in a while. Well, then why are you supporting that church? Do you realize why the apostate churches are continuing in existence right now? It's because you continue to support them with your time, treasure, talents, and tongues. Run! Come out from among them and be ye separate. Get out of that. Stop supporting these people. If the church would wake up in mass, how much close to the edge do we have to be dangled before we will wake up and realize it's crunch time? We need to finish strong. We need each other. We need to continue to meet each other like we're doing. We need to hear all of God's word, especially the future stuff right now, so we could react appropriately. Not to play, oh, if my friends go there, or it's only five minutes from, hey, you're going to stand accountable to God for what you're doing right now. I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm saying you're going to be responsible to God for what you supported. You better consider that. Stop playing games. Stop choosing convenience Christianity, and you're going to have to drive or move. For what? To be a part of somebody who loves you enough who gives you the whole counsel of God's word. To be a part of like-minded Christians who are biblical and who are working together making a difference for Jesus Christ instead of learning how to be a better you. (laughs) Because Jesus is going to find you doing something when the rapture happens. And is it because you sold out out of convenience or whatever? Because you're supporting churches who refuse to tell people the truth. Listen, we're all wigged out right now and concerned, and rightly so, that the big tech is censoring information and our voices. Right. Can I tell you something? Those of you who are doing this, you are supporting churches who are censoring the word of God by refusing to preach it. It's just as wrong, if not more so. How could you support that? You need to come out from that. And so I'll just say that. That's between you and God. So let's get to the fork in the road, shall we? <laughs> Logically, I'm not saying thus, thus saith the Lord, but politically, this is where we're headed. So one, the fork of the road, right? And, and basically what you have is this Biden scenario is bad news that leads to good news. The Trump scenario is good news that eventually turn into bad news that leads to good news. And you're thinking, what are you talking about? Well, the Biden is bad news. We know what's coming. I'll explain that in a second. But it's going to lead to the good news because ultimately it leads to the rapture. All right? Okay? Now, Trump, good news we're going to see. It's good news. It's better than Biden. But we know it's not going to last forever. And so the Antichrist is going to come in at some point. Okay? Maybe God will give us a window of opportunity. But it's still going to lead to the good news to the rapture. So as a Christian, we always end up with good news. So again, that's why I laugh, taste, joy, just don't forget the mission at hand. But let's discuss the bad news, good news, Biden scenario. Now, the terms that are out there for these things, just in case you're wondering, this one's called the Great Reset. Remember we discussed that in the last update, the COVID-19 update thing? All right, this one, believe it or not, they've put a label on it, it's called the Great Awakening. Now, either scenario, again, for the Christian, it's leading to the Great Departure, i.e. the Rapture. And that should be where our focus lies. But let's discuss the bad news, then good news, the great reset. Now, first of all, if Biden does get in, okay, uh, we know what's coming. They're already telling us what's coming. 
and we're probably gonna end up with a, a mask mandate, okay? Uh, then they may even go to a vaccine mandate. It may be blunt, it may be in stages. It may be, well, if you wanna travel then, which is they're already talking about, you need to get the uh, vaccine. If you want to, I've seen some articles over the last few days, some businesses saying, yeah, we're starting to consider that if you wanna work for our company, you have to be vac vaccinated. Uh, with the vaccine and things of that nature. Now, I will say this. Now, some people are out there saying, well, it's the mark of the beast. It can't be the mark of the beast. The vaccine is not the mark of the beast. I'll say that again. It is not the mark of the beast. It can't be the mark of the beast because when does the mark of the beast happen? In the seven-year tribulation. Are we in the seven-year tribulation? So then how can it be the mark of the beast? Also, the mark of the beast says that it's taken in the right hand or the forehead. Is that where people are getting shots? No, that didn't make sense. Plus, it's not something like, oh, no, they got me. They, they got me. I wasn't looking or they forced me to do it. Uh, no, it, Revelation 13, Revelation 13 says, and they worship the beast, and they worship the beast, and they worship the beast. Thir three or four different times there. So somehow, some way, this mark. Yes, they're going to force people to do it, but at some point, it's, 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 you're going to have to say yes, or you're still going to choose, but there's a choice that involves worshiping of the Antichrist. So that's not part of the... Now, is it a precursor? Oh, absolutely. You take the word mask, take out the S, and put in R, uh, it's preparing people for that. We rolled over and played dead on the mask issue, right? Because if you want to enter this business, if you want to buy and sell, then you have to have a mask on. Now it's the same thing with the vaccine. So I say it's a precursor. It's warming our planet on a global scale for those in the seven-year tribulation, not us, they're going to say, well, it's no different. You know, this mark, well, I'll take it if I can buy and sell. Hey, it's no different than that vaccine, the mask thing. Remember those days? So it's a preparatory. It's not the mark. It's a preparatory. So that's, that's what's coming. Now, also what's coming is because of the Great Reset, we already saw they exposed their plans. They want to collapse the economies on purpose because that will give them an excuse to go to a cashless society right and then they're talking about a ubi as we dealt earlier in our artificial intelligence study a universal basic income where the government will give everybody their fair share remember they said you'll own nothing but and you'll be happy right okay so cashless society and all that's leading up to the mark which is cashless and all that kind of stuff then they're saying they're going to round up dissidents terrorists and they're even being blunt it's not just Christians, it's Trump supporters, conservatives. So, so that, that would uh, probably come in. And ultimately, it's going to head towards what? The Antichrist kingdom, the new world order. Okay, but it ends on what? Good news, because I don't know when, but that's all a lead-in. That happened. It just means that new world order, Antichrist kingdom is coming sooner than later. If we're still alive and still here, which is good news, because we leave at the rapture prior. So again, the Biden scenario, the fork of the road, it's bad news, but at least the good news. Now, let's talk about the Trump scenario. Now, the Trump scenario, again, I call it the good news that leads to bad news that leads to good news. All right? This one's called the Great Reset. This one's being called in the media the Great Awakening. And here's what's going on geopolitically. Uh, what they're saying is Trump is not out there wringing his hands. Oh, no. What are we going to do? What they're saying, I'm not saying thus saith the Lord. I'm just saying this is what's out there. This is the other side of the road. They're saying, are you kidding me? He knew this was coming. He even told us on election night this is what they were going to do. He knows this was rigged. He signed uh, executive orders uh, uh, at least a couple years ago to prepare for this very moment. Okay? Uh, and, and people say, well, no, he's just, he's just leaving the White House. And he just, well, first of all, does that really seem to fit his character, they say? Uh, especially when he knows he won. 
Doesn't seem to fit the character as well. Uh, plus, I would say there's even a self-preservation aspect to that. Uh, he knows they're going to come after him. Unless this whole thing is a PSYOP setup, he knows they're going to come after him. So, uh, excuse me? I'm up here saying, no, he knows what's going on, and this is a setup. And they say, well, why is it taking so long? Why didn't this happen? Well, listen, what they're saying is he knew this was going to happen, and it's being drawn out on purpose to strike at the right moment after all the traitors have been exposed. And the longer this is played out from November 3rd, basically, forward, it's done nothing but expose traitors that even we are shocked by. Right? And so that's valuable information. So what they're saying is it's going all according to plan. He's not wringing his hand. And basically, if he has to go the nuclear option, if you will, not real nukes, but military, that we, the American people, realize that he's not being uh, unjust or rash or whatever. Uh, by going this route, it's taken longer, but the, you, nobody could say, well, you should have tried the courts. Well, he tried the courts. You should have tried the Supreme Court. Well, he tried that. They won't even listen to it. You should have tried the legislation, the Congress. You tried all that, right? Uh, and, and so now there's, he's like, you can't say that he was being rash or whatever. Now, again, it's, the longer this is played out, it's all to expose the traitors. Now, I'll give you two sides of what went on with uh, the vice president, right? Uh, some are saying that because it's all drawn out and went all the way it did to the Congress, that it even exposed a traitor, Mike Pence. And they're still out there saying that that's really the reality. He is a traitor, and he's been working for a while to try to get Trump out, as crazy as that was. Uh, with all, if that's, it ends up, and we'll find out soon enough, but if, if that's the case, as I told one guy, because uh, I shook his hand, I'm, I'm going to use lava soap. <laughs> right? But seriously, but there is, just for the credit, and I don't know, but we'll find out soon enough. I'm just explaining the options. There's others saying, oh, no. He did it on purpose, as he was instructed to do. Because him doing that forced Congress to vote sooner than later on this issue, which exposed, it wasn't a shock, all the Democrats were against Trump. But because he forced it to be voted in this fashion, the vice president, how many Republicans stood with the president? I think it was only like seven. So what did it expose? Valuable information. Almost the whole Republican party, party is just as bad as the Democrats done on purpose, right? So again, I don't know which one's which. I'm just sharing with you. We'll find out soon enough. Now, they're saying that uh, some of the delay, and again, I'm not saying that's like the Lord, some of the delay is because of information that was also found out. It got even, the, the swamp and the attack on our country just got bigger. On December 25th, as the account goes, uh, they discovered that Italy was involved. And Italy was involved with their satellites, their government to make it sound like some sort of a left-behind, uh, cheesy Christian movie. Uh, the other problem with that is the satellites are owned by, guess who? The Vatican. So the Vatican now has their hands in direct ties with Italy's government working together to transfer of the funds for all this stuff as well as the information they're saying with the satellites. They, they, they let this go on so they could find out. They, they knew that it was all rigged, but they want to see how was it done, what, by what vehicle. And so they traced it down to the satellites. Now, since then, they've discovered that uh, that was a game changer because it wasn't now just China involved, Venezuela, Iran, but now you're dealing with our NATO allies. We're also against our president. And it wasn't just Italy. They're now coming out. It was Germany, France, Spain, UK, and even Canada was all in on this to get our president out. 
Now, again, I'm not saying that's the Lord. That's just some of the reports that are going on out here. And that makes sense because that goes back to what? The Great Reset. They want this to happen. And who was in the way? Trump. Okay. And so they did that. It's bigger than what they're. And I'll just throw this in there because this is our study. Uh, some of the reports, I'm not saying that's the Lord, but some of the reports are saying uh, both sides are using super AI to try to outguess the other guy to predict their next step. As the report saying is, fortunately, Trump has a super, super AI <laughs> because he's ahead of these guys. And he not only knew all this was gonna happen, but let's go into the aspect with the uh, Trump being several steps ahead because he knew that Antifa was going to storm the Capitol. All right, so that wasn't a surprise. He knew that was gonna happen, okay? Now, some of the reports are saying why we knew he knew is because when Antifa was going in there, there were people sent along with Antifa and they got Pelosi's laptop and about 25 others, which they said they didn't really need, but it was just icing on the cake. The other thing was because of the storming of Antifa and he knew that the media would blame it on Trump supporters, then that got the Democrats to go along with what? Justifying for troops and the military to come to Washington, D.C which started out a few thousand, now it's up to what, 25,000? Yeah. I hear it keeps going up. And this is what they're saying. If Biden is doing his so-called virtual inauguration, why do you need 25,000 troops in Washington, D.C.? And it's not just 25,000 troops in Washington, D.C., uh, it's also uh, around state capitals and stuff. So why is the military being positioned around? Well, they're saying because it's a trap set up for the traitors that when the hammer comes down, the military is there to round them up. And some reports are saying that Trump already, and I'm not going to say it thus say the Lord, but they're saying that he already signed the Insurrection Act, which allows all for this to take place. And the troops are there not to protect Biden, but is to arrest the traitors. And they're saying that that process is already in the place. Uh, and again, hey, that would be great. Uh, we'll know soon enough. Some are saying that Biden is actually going to be inaugurated. Some say no. Some say he's only going to be inaugurated. Uh, it, it doesn't count because it was all fake anyway. And then he'll be rounded up. Uh, we're saying that after the 20th, there's going to have to be a cleanup process, a draining of the swamp with the military. That explains the military all over the place and things of that nature. So they're saying that that's an option. Again, I, I don't know. We know. Maybe the military's there because it's going to, it is the PSYOP option and it's going to prevent us from realizing, boy, did we get duped and let's get our country back and they say, well, it's too late now. I, I don't know. But uh, th that's what they're saying is this is no, that's there to round up the traders to drain the swamp. Uh, and then also to add to that, they're saying that arrests are already being made here in the United States and around the world. Okay. Going on. There's also, they're saying what's coming if it goes this route. Uh, big tech uh, and the media in Hollywood is going to be taken down. Uh, this is why you're seeing right now, even the last 48 hours, you're seeing suicides of some of these big players because uh, they know the gig is up and what they've been doing, not just with the election, but with other horrible behavior and active traitorship with their country as well is going to be exposed. You're also seeing uh, uh, people resign in key places. You're also seeing countries around the world, their governments are resigning uh, and their leaders are resigning and their countries, including Italy, they say are on the verge of collapse. 
And this is what they're saying is Trump behind the scenes already punishing these people for what they did and it's all coming out uh, eventually. And they know it's up. Okay, now they're saying that if that goes that route, then this seems like it's the, the end, but they're saying, no, it's the beginning of what he promised to do at the very beginning and to drain the swamp. Except the swamp with what went on with the election, which he knew was gonna happen, it's way bigger. As the prophet, Pastor Thomas, spoken back there, I heard that. <laughs> now, I have some concerns, and then we'll close it out on some freaky UFO stuff. How's that sound? Okay, cool. All right, my concern is this. Okay, let's say it is this scenario, and let's say Trump has a Trump card, it wasn't a PSYOP thing. Biden's not going to win, so to speak. And, and, and all the swamp begins to be drained. It's going to lead to like, like a heyday. It's going to be a, a great time for us, I think. A historic time for us as a country. My concern is this. Will we, the church, go back to sleep again? That's my biggest concern. If God, in fact, allows this fork to happen, and we'll know soon enough, are we going to ruin it again? Shame on us if we do. Okay, that's my concern number one. Open your Bibles real quick to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. And let's take a look there. It's page 1878 in my Bible, if that speeds it up for you. Uh, verse 13, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 says this, Paul says, of course, speaking about the, the, uh, the rapture, brothers, we don't want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep, i.e. the Christians who have already died you know, before us. Uh, and we don't want you to grieve like the rest of the men who have what? No hope. We always have hope. That's why the rapture is called the blessed hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep with him. Again, the Christians who've died on before us. According to the Lord's own word, we will tell you that we who are still alive, who are left till the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep or died. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ, Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up, harpazo, raptura in the Latin where we get the English word rapture will be rapture caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air notice it's in the cloud we go up to be with him right this is not the second coming it's two different events if he came to the planet earth that's the second coming but that doesn't happen to the end of the seven year tribulation we go to be with him right and it says there to meet the Lord in the air and so we'll be with the Lord forever therefore encourage one another with these words but keep reading now, brothers, about the times and dates, we don't need to write you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord, now what's the day of the Lord? The day of the Lord begins at the seven-year tribulation. How do we know that? Because the day of the Lord is described throughout the scripture, Old and New Testament, as a day of wrath. When does God's wrath pour out on this planet? It starts at the seven-year tribulation. So in essence, you could say, we know very well that the day of the Lord or the seven-year tribulation will what? Come like a thief in the night. And it's gonna happen when while people on the planet are saying what? Peace and safety. What's gonna happen? destruction will come upon them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape, okay? And so my concern would be this, is that uh, one, uh, could this be payback? I'm gonna go say that, say the Lord, I'm just extrapolating. Let's say we have this heyday, right? And then the whole world, not just the United States, is having this heyday. <laughs> this is incredible. Can you believe this? 
And in the midst of that heyday, when we have unheralded peace and security, peace and security, it looks so good, it's not going to end, this is amazing, what a time to be alive, bang! Sudden destruction. So could we be headed towards that peace and safety scenario? Right? So th that's, that's a possibility. But, uh, but keep reading there real quick. It says there, uh, but you brothers are what? Not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. Can I tell you, those people who go to churches with all due respect, who do not teach Bible prophecy, you are in darkness. And those of you, I'll say it again, who are supporting those churches, shame on you. You're keeping people in the dark. They need to understand what's coming and how to be prepared. We're not afraid, but we need to respond uh, biblically. So that's one concern, right? Uh, and then uh, is, 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 is the, the cabal that comes back at that time, the Antichrist kingdom, is that payback to America for ushering in this heyday, this global heyday, and that's, you, know, you get destroyed as a result uh, of, of this you know, which would explain why don't we find America in Bible prophecy? Could be. Uh, it, it could also happen in this fork of the road because we would cease to become America if Biden has his way and will basically become a communist country, right? And who knows what will happen, so maybe that's what happens to America. But maybe it's a payback scenario. Or here's my other concern. A lot of these guys that are on the, on, on, in this bandwagon that Trump's gonna pull it out, and I'm not saying Trump's a part of this, I'm just saying a lot of these guys, they are very new agey in their terms. And this is triggering off my brain big time as I'm listening to their information. They may have good geopolitical stuff, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, maybe it's a big giant psyop, I don't know. But, but my concern is even if they're right, uh, you might be leading the planet up for another setup. Because these guys, who I would agree, I would much prefer the Trump scenario because why is a Christian? Not so I go back to sleep, so I could have more time to share the gospel. Do you get it? Not to go back to sleep, not to keep learning to be a better you and build up your self-esteem, to share the gospel. But, but the concern is these guys are, are saying, and, 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 and this could happen, but they're saying, oh, it's gonna usher in a heyday, all right. But listen to their new agey terms. They're saying it's gonna be a global reset and that was my, whoa, 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 wait a second. That's what these guys want to do. And they're saying, oh, but, but our reset's a good reset. Now, if, if you don't know these terms, just go research them. They call it the Nasara and the Gasara reset. Now, Nasara means national, Gasara means global, but it's basically a, a new way of doing finances on the planet. Going back to the gold standard, which I don't think would be a bad idea. Uh, but it's going to usher in all kinds of great things planet-wide. It's going to be awesome. And countries, they say, behind the scenes have already signed off on it, et cetera, whatever. So they're saying that. And then I even heard one of these guys say, and wouldn't it be great if we didn't have a president anymore but a king? No is right. The Antichrist will fill that position. Uh, then they're using a phrase, new age, it's, it's, it's a new utopia. I even just saw about Four days ago, one of these same guys just out of the blue says, and, and, and this was one of the guys from Canada with a supposed inside scoop, and he says, and, and after all this great you know, economic prosperity comes to the planet, after the Trump plan comes in and all that stuff, and, and I, I, even as a Canadian, I wouldn't even mind if, 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 you know, if we would all come together as countries in North America. And I'm going, now, now you're dealing with the North American Union, right? And then that would explain another reason why America isn't mentioned in Bible prophecy because you've been swallowed up in one of the 10 economic unions that Revelation 17 talks about. We dealt with before, so just, but then the other creepy thing is they're talking about the bad people 
you know, in this fork, they're of a lower spiritual vibration. They're of the, and this is their terms, and, and all my new age background bells are going off. And they're, going, they're of the third dimension. And that people that realize that we're getting ready for this great awakening on the planet, uh, we're going into the fourth dimension and ultimately the fifth dimension is gonna create a modern day utopia. And if that wasn't new agey enough, these same guys are also big on UFOs. And that the Space Brothers are also behind the scenes who are going to help protect us from destroying ourselves and, and build this thing. Oh, and by the way, they even use this. We've had the last thousand years of these horrible people involved in satanic pedophilia and all this other stuff, these bad guys, and their, their payday's coming. But now we're gonna have our thousand year, now you're starting to sound like Hitler stuff and stuff. But I, I'm just paying to the, now I'm not saying Trump's necessarily a part of that, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm going in with both eyes open, both ears open, and I'm going, yes, I would prefer this, but only to buy me time to share the gospel. But they're saying what's coming out of that, if it goes that way, is basically this new age antichrist scenario. That's why I said this is good news, but it leads to bad news. It could be a setup down the road. But eventually it's going to be good news because these guys are big on UFOs. The Space Brothers are here to help us. And I'm convinced that UFOs are going to be the explanation to explain away the rapture of the church. What just happened a couple days ago? The CIA just released 2,700 pages or documents, a UFO dump, right? And Trump's also releasing a bunch of other stuff as well. So it's like they're preparing us for some, oh no, we were duped, uh, UFO, and, and you better have done that if you're gonna explain away the rapture. At some point you're gonna have to have a disclosure, so to speak, okay? Uh, but I think it's going to lead to a mass uh, delusion. And so my point is, if that were to happen, this could just be a window before then it switches gears and leads to a new age antichrist. This might happen sooner than later, we're just going headlong into it. <laughs> this one, why it's good news, bad news, good news, is okay, we're gonna have a little bit of a heyday which only buys us Christians more time to be responsible. But then, guess what? We know you're not gonna stop the Antichrist kingdom. Read the word of God. As good as you might think the Trump administration is and the things he's done, and I think he's done a lot of great things. It ain't gonna last forever. So could this be another setup down the road? Now, to prove my point, why are they so big on UFO Space Brothers? Uh, if you want more information on this, uh, you can get it on getalifemedia.com, our UFO documentary, UFOs, The Great Last Days of Deception. But let me rip through that. These are what these so-called Space Brothers that a lot of these guys are connected with are saying is coming to the planet and it's going to explain away the rapture. But real quick as we close. Barbara Marciniak, if you're not familiar, she's a, a famous New Ager uh, channeler. What's channeling? You get into an altered state of consciousness, allow these Space Brothers, i.e. demons, speak through you, take its possession is what it is, all right? And she claims this is what the so-called extraterrestrials from the star system Pleiades have told her. Quote, there will be great shiftings within humanity on this planet. It will seem that great chaos and turmoil are forming that nations are rising against each other in war. Earthquakes are happening more frequently. <gasps> well, they've gotta be true because that's happening. No, it's called read Matthew 24. It's been there for 2,000 years, anybody can see that. It's nothing new. But see, people can say, oh, it's true, it's happening. It's gotta be real, I gotta listen. No, no, no. Earth is shaking itself free. A certain realignment or adjustment period is to be expected. The people who lead the planet during the time of the earth changes don't fit here any longer, Christian. 
and they're stopping the harmony of the earth. You won't go along with this new utopia. Quote, when the time comes that perhaps 20 million people leave the planet at one time, there'll be a tremendous shift in consciousness for those who are remaining. You bet you there will. Now, I, I'm not saying thus saith the Lord, but isn't it interesting they only mention how many? What's the scripture say? Many, few. How many people who go to, quote, church services are really saved? Makes you wonder. And makes you better be sure that you're a true born-again Christian. 20 million people, oh boy. I think people are thinking that's gonna be a couple billion. Maybe, maybe not, right? Uh, another one says this. This is from her New Age book, Project World Evacuation. says, quote, our rescue ships, and these are supposed to be the Space Brothers orbiting the planet here to save us, are gonna come in close enough with a twinkling of an eye. Notice how they pepper in biblical language to set the lifting beams in operation in a moment. And all over the globe where events warrant this, this will be the method of evacuation. What are they explaining away, folks? The rapture. It's the aliens that got them. Mankind will be lifted, levitated, shall we say, by the beams from our smaller ships. These smaller craft will in turn taxi the persons to the larger ships overhead, higher into the atmosphere, where there's ample space and quarters and supplies for millions of people. Notice millions, not billions. We watch diligently for the threat of a polar shift on the planet in your generation. It would, it would, it would just, you know, none could survive that. So, so this would necessitate an evacuation I referred to. Earth changes will be the primary factor in massive evacuation of this planet. And, and it's a method of great organization, detail plan, already near completion for the purpose of removing, removing souls from this planet in the event that a, a catastrophic event makes it necessary. The great evacuation, uh, we call it the great departure, the rapture will come upon the world very suddenly. Listen, the flash of emergency events will be as lightning that flashes in the sky. So suddenly and so quick and it's happening that it's almost over before you're aware of its presence. Phase one of the great exodus of souls from the planet will take place at a moment's notice when it's determined that the inhabitants are in danger. And listen to what they say about those who are left behind. Uh, don't be concerned or unduly upset if you don't participate in this first temporary lift of the souls who serve with us. This merely means that your action in the plan is elsewhere, and you'll be taken for your instructions or will receive them in some other manner. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Don't take any personal front if you're not alerted or not a participant in this first phase of the plan. Your time will come later, and these instructions are not necessary for you at this time. <laughs> you liar. That's what demons do. Another guy, Timothy Green, he wrote in his uh, uh, book about UFOs, many of the New Age workers and instructors who feel that they will be taken will not be taken right away. Well, of course, because you're not Christians. You're involved in the New Age. But left behind, but listen, it's a good thing, he says, to help mankind survive through the cataclysmic period. That's your mission. So don't be surprised if you're left behind. Uh, another Kay Wheeler, she writes this about this. She says, uh, these entities called the souls of light, ETs that are supposedly from the seventh celestial plane of life, they're concerned with helping Earth to evolve into, again, another consciousness. She said there's gonna be an evolutionary purge of those who don't go along with this new paradigm. The mother is desperately fighting for her life. Uh, many of her vortexes have been drained. She's in critical condition. Uh, she's trying to you know, turn herself to survive. That's why there's many crises in the world. Notice it's not God giving us the birth pace signs, letting us know his wrath is about to come. It's Mother Earth cleansing herself and in pain. Many of, those, uh, uh, many of these you don't hear on your uh, screen of lies. Uh, there's much happening on the planet this time. Mother Earth is cleansing. Uh, she's going to clear herself of the pollution that exists within her body. But you as light bearers can help your mother cleanse in such a way that doesn't destroy all life on this planet. Much of this is necessary. And, quote, many of these beings have appointments to leave at this time. Because, because you're of this lower dimension frequency 
and you need to be of the fourth and fifth dimension if you're going to be able to survive. Right? Earth's population needs to be decreased to bring upon the changes on the planet to move into, what do they say? Fourth dimension, the exact same verbiage that some of these guys are spitting out. The earth is a fourth dimensional being. Uh, she's moved into this energy pattern, uh, and, and, and if you're gonna stay there, she says there, those who plan it, you must be of that vibration. Right? Many of these beings who leave the planet have completed which they came to do. That's uh, a time of great rejoicing for them. Uh, yeah, if you go in the rapture. <laughs> but, but don't feel sad about their leaving, in case you wonder about your loved one who disappeared who was a Christian, you weren't. Uh, they're going home. Uh, many are waiting to be with them again. Many beings must move on for their patterns of the past. They hold on to these thoughts that keep the earth held back. John Randolph Price, another uh, New Ager, he says, the people who didn't go along with the new age would be wiped off the face of the earth during the coming cleansing. So notice, all these are new agey, UFO, spiritual, evolutionary, new age, new utopia. These people just couldn't hack it, man. They weren't one of the chosen ones. That's why they had to go. It's okay. <laughs> Barbara Mintz says, she said this again, if, if human beings do not change, if they did not make the shift in values and realize that without earth they could not be here, then earth and its love and own initiation is reaching for a higher frequency and will bring about a cleansing that will balance it once again. There's a potential for many people to leave the planet in one afternoon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's called the rapture. All right, another one, just real quick, we'll close. Uh, another other one say, the cataclysms are part of, uh, you're purifying the earth going back to the millennium, again, the thousand year thing that they're talking about. Uh, what's gonna happen is you're gonna uh, reach a certain point, the first wave of ascension, those whose bodies cannot take this change will go in the first wave. They will be taken up and their bodies will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. They'll remove from physical completely into a new spiritual body. Uh, those who remain will be changed through transfiguration to high places uh, because their bodies are stronger than those uh, uh, on earth. There'll be, listen, many visits from galaxies by interdimensional beings uh, as from the Pleiades. So when these people who can't handle the earth changes and who aren't spiritually evolved high enough disappear, guess who shows up? Demons posed as aliens to explain away the rapture. The deception is set. To, all right, and, and they're going to take these other people that are left behind to special places. These are the flying machines coming into your galaxies, been preparing themselves for the last 40 years. They're coming in. Some never die on this earth. These missing persons have already been taken as their time was not up. They were not meant to go through a demise. They, quote, went through a liftoff in UFOs. <laughs> so that's why they disappeared. The aliens beamed them up. And one more, Ashtar Command, another alien, i.e. demon. Greetings from Captain Solaris speaking to you, i.e. a demon. <laughs> Much has been said on the photon belts of the years on the planet, and what is it? Why is it coming to the Earth? The photon belt is an extremely large belt of cosmic radiation, blah, 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 and, and combined to uh, bring about this change. It's deadly to those who do not have the right vibration. Uh, it would kill them instantly. And, 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 so, uh, and so they, quote, tend to take those who can't stand up to this new vibration coming to the planet from this photon belt. We relocate them to another world until their souls are ready to move up. For those who are ready, i.e. left behind, and embrace the positive cosmic radiation, they remain on Earth. And once the Earth is healed, many people will be stunned as they, listen, feel their insides being changed. Many will scream as the last of their fear is taken away. Yeah, you'll be screaming for something else. Right, right. The final step is the light of which uh, takes the world and all its inhabitants, including the moon, to the fifth dimension. There's that term again. Where we will then land and introduce ourselves. Notice when they land and introduce themselves after the people disappear. 
So we ask each one of you to be patient, for the time is coming when the human race will ascend with the photon belt. Now it's time for the second wave. Thank you yourselves. Uh, you are the ground crew who are going to change the earth, earth yeah, i.e. help propagate the lie. And real quick, one guy sums it up. For almost 2,000 years, the Christian belief has been that God will evacuate the earth of all born-again believers prior to his pouring out his wrath, right? And that Jesus' second coming is going to happen to establish his reign and rule on the earth uh, and the whole final judgment. But for many years, many in the New Age movement have received messages from aliens and so-called spirit guides that Mother Earth is going to cleanse herself by, quote, ejecting all those with bad vibratory patterns, Christians, to another realm, allowing the ascended masters, i.e. aliens, to help bring upon a golden age upon the earth. And real quick, here's what they're going to say uh, is going to happen uh, after the rapture. Of course, they don't call it the rapture. They just disappeared because they couldn't handle it. Uh, this is the occult and new age. Simultaneously, they believe that w once all the world's religions come together, and they're expecting it soon, that a religious leader will be chosen to be the earth's religious spokesperson. Now, that's another thing that's going on right now. They're saying that because the Vatican's involved, that he's already been or will be, the Pope is going to be arrested. So you're going to have to choose a new leader. That's kind of crazy. And then that leader will encourage all the people of the world to accept a new world leader who will suddenly appear on the scene, which again sounds like the false prophet and the Antichrist uh, in, in, in Revelation 13. They also agree that none of this can fully take place, this is for their own camp, until the people who will never go along with this are taken out of the way. Guess who that is? That's us. In fact, they say, this is their words, not mine, the people who are restraining, now what's that sound like? The Bible talks about the restraining influence of the church. Once that's taken out of the way, here comes the Antichrist. and all right? Or holding things up, they won't necessarily die. Quote, they will somehow mysteriously disappear, or in their words, elect to leave this dimension as if going into another room. That's called the rapture. And once these people, listen, they, they, they think it's a good thing that you and I left. Once they leave this earth, the occult says the new world leader will rightly take his place over the whole world, and then and only then it will be possible to build a combination temple, church, mosque in Jerusalem, and at the proper moment, a world religious leader will visit that place in Jerusalem to announce that all religions officially combined into one. That will break the Middle East log jam, which is what? That's Daniel 9.27, the Antichrist making a peace treaty with Israel, which starts the seven-year tribulation. And one person said, I wouldn't be surprised if this same group is actually writing the peace treaty that the Antichrist is going to sign with Israel at the proper time. That's how close we are which again would be the fulfillment of Daniel 9.27. Only, here's the point, those people holding these things up, we ain't going to disappear, folks, because we've got too low of a uh, frequency. Uh, because we can't handle the radiation from the photon bill. Or we're not spiritually evolved like the rest of these people who are left behind. And then we go because the UFO aliens came and got us. It's going to be the rapture. And if this is the fork we go, I think it's going to happen sooner than later. And we'll know in a few days. Or if this is the route we go, there might be a little bit of a delay, not from God's point of view, but for us. And if there is, let's be responsible with it. So that there can be as many people with us at the rapture. But we know that's not going to last forever. They're already using New Age terminology that fits exactly in with the Antichrist and the explaining way the rapture. And the seven-year tribulation begins. But again, it won't be UFOs and aliens. It'll look something like this. We'll close after this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. 
in darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. fork in the road. If it's this one, it's bad news, but it's good news because it just means what you just saw is going to happen sooner than later from man's perspective. If it's this other one, it's good news, but it's only a temporary delay. Let us be responsible in that delay so that if the rapture were to happen, not one person in this congregation here today would be left behind. But then we know it's not going to last forever scripturally. It's going to lead to the bad news, antichrist deception. But even then, it just means the rapture is that much closer. Psalm chapter 2, Philippians chapter 4, I don't need to freak out. I need to keep my mind on these things. I need to spend time every day in God's word and in prayer, godly worship music, godly Christian fellowship. I need to be outwardly focused on sharing the good news of Jesus Christ to as many as I can because that's going to happen. Only, I'm not saying thus saith the Lord, but there's only one thing I wish they would change in that video. Based on what is going on in America, I think what you would see is the exact opposite. You'd only see a few leaving and the bulk of the people are still in the pews. May that not be true here. And I'll say it again. What does God do to do to get your attention? Half obedience is still disobedience. If you're a part of a church that is going to have people in mass sitting in the pews still to this day because they're being kept in the dark, and if you're a part of that and you know better, what in the world are you still doing there? You need to run and spend the rest of your time supporting those faithful churches who love people enough to share all of God's word.
when we so desperately need it. Well, hi, this is Billy Crone of Get Life Ministries, and I hope you were blessed with this study. But in closing, let me ask you one final question. If you were to die today, are you sure that you go to heaven and not hell? Before you answer that, let me share a couple things that the Bible says. Did you know that the Bible says that God is holy and that we are not? And the wages of our sin or unholiness is death? In other words, we deserve to die and go straight to hell and be separated from God for all eternity. This is the great cosmic dilemma. God who is holy and we are not, how can we have a relationship with Him? The two will never mix. Now, to make matters worse, we don't even want to admit this, even though God already knows He's God. And so God, out of love, gave us something called the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were not something to just memorize or stick on your wall or give the appearance of being a religious person. The Ten Commandments were God's divine x-ray, if you will, into our heart and soul to reveal this truth that we need to admit. And that is this, that God is holy and that we are not. We are disqualified for heaven. So let's take a look at that divine x-ray that God's trying to get us to realize. Uh, the, the Ten Commandments, the, the ninth one says, you shall not bear false witness. That's lying, okay? How many guys have ever told a lie? Raise your hand, okay? Well, if you didn't raise your hand, you just did. You just told a lie because we've all done that. Well, that makes us a liar. The, another Ten Commandments says that you shall not steal. Don't ever take anything without permission. How many of you guys uh, have ever done that? Well, you guys already said you're a bunch of liars. All of our hands should have went up on that one. And for being honest, God already knows. Folks, we've all taken something. We've stolen something, right? That makes us a thief. Another Ten Commandments says that you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. He's not just holy. Even His name is holy. Hey, folks, let's be honest. If you can believe it, even the name of Jesus Christ uh, has been turned into a common cuss word. Well, the Bible says that's a sin of blasphemy. Now we're a, a blasphemer. The Bible says you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus said, here's His standard. Uh, uh, even if you look at another person with lust in your eye, you committed adultery in your heart. Wow, so now we're an adulterer. The Bible says you shall not murder. And you might think, well, hey, at least I haven't done that one. Really? Again, the Bible says that the sin of hatred, wishing somebody was dead, okay, that, that's the same thing. Uh, it's akin to the sin of murder. It's just you pulled the trigger in your heart, but God sees the heart. Hey, folks, that's just five out of ten. How are you doing? You still think you're going to get to heaven on your own? You still think that you're qualified, that you're holy like God, and you could bridge the gap and have a relationship with Him forever? I don't think so. I mean, what did we just see? You're going to stand before God, and so am I. We all are. And we're going to have to give an account for who we are. Hey, hey, God, let me in. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a liar. I, I'm a thief. I'm a blasphemer. I'm an adulterer. I'm a murderer. And the Scripture is very clear, folks. Such people as these will not inherit the kingdom of God. We're in trouble. But folks, here's the good news. The Bible says that if we would just admit that, that's the first step. And to admit that God is holy, that I'm not, I'm disqualified for heaven, I need a Savior. If we would admit that and then ask for the Savior to save us. That, that's what God was doing with Jesus. God gave us His Son, Jesus Christ. He took the death penalty in our place so that we could be completely forgiven of everything we've ever done and be made holy through Jesus so that we can now have a relationship with God both here and now and forever in heaven. We can become qualified. The word that the Bible uses is a word called pardon, that God is willing to pardon us of all of our sins and crimes that we've committed against Him and disqualified us, that disqualified us for heaven. 
right? And we've actually seen this work in real life. Uh, for instance, uh, there's been people who have committed crimes, gone to court, the gavel's been passed, the judge has said, hey, listen, we all know you're guilty, uh, you even admit you're guilty, and uh, for your crimes, you're going to not just jail, you're going to uh, await in jail to go to the death penalty. And did you know that there actually is a way that somebody could get off of death row? It's called a pardon. The one in the authority, the governor, can grant what's called a pardon for that person's crimes, and they literally can go free. Not because of something they did, because the deeds are already done, you can't undo it. Not because of they tried to clean up their act while they were stuck in the jail cell, because that doesn't change anything. But simply out of mercy, the person who has the authority can give them a pardon, and they can go free. And did you know, it's actually on historical record, that there have been people who have been granted a pardon from the death penalty, and they've refused to take it. And so, even though the offer was there to be set free, they themselves still had to go to the death penalty. Folks, in a nutshell, that's what God's doing every single day with all of us this side of heaven. While you still have breath, you still have an opportunity to receive God's pardon He's willing to forgive you of all your sins if you would just receive His pardon through Jesus Christ. Again, that's what He was doing on the cross. The cross was the death penalty of the day. But since we weren't there, and since we can't earn it, it's a gift from God, you have to receive that by faith. Reach out even today from your own spiritual jail cell, if you will, and say yes to Jesus and God's pardon so that you can be set free and go to heaven. The Bible says that if you will confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the grave, you will be saved. Hey, folks, if that's you, don't delay. You may not even have tomorrow. Today could be your last day. Please accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth He is Lord. Believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the grave, and the Bible says you will be saved. Well, this has been Billy Crone of Get Life Ministries. If there's anything that we could do for you, our information and, and number will come up here shortly. And please don't hesitate to contact us. But remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless.